0: Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you all for being here this afternoon. Happy homecoming. Mike, I heard that was the biggest offering y'all had ever gotten when you preach on heaven. So, you know, just do it every Sunday morning. And then uh, that's all she wrote. But didn't he do a great job with his message this morning? Always, Mike. You, uh, for those of y'all who, well, I guess we can go, go ahead and introduce ourselves now. But my name's Lim Leroy. And I grew up in Tignal, Georgia. Raise your hand if you know where Tignal, Georgia is. All right. Now, if you don't, you're not blessed. Just let, let you know. Because if you know where Tignal is, you know where God's country is. But all of this area is God's. It's northeast Georgia. Is just a beautiful area. But I grew up. Um, it's about 40 miles uh, south, I guess, of east of, of Athens. Uh, grew up there. Went to high school there. And... Um, my mom and stepdad are coming in maybe. I think they're running behind, but I think they're going to try to slip in. But uh, grew up there, went to the University of Georgia. Yeah, it would not be good to, for me to be at Farsight and not here. Tank go boo when everybody says the Bulldog. That just feels like home. But I uh, went to Georgia, got my uh, degree in music from, from Georgia. Uh, and then when I finished there, I was working at Macy's for a little while, and then... Um, at Mars Hill Baptist Church down in Watkinsville as a music associate. And then um, Claude Helan, who was the director of missions for the uh, Appalachian Association, knew Bill Long. I don't know if y'all remember Bill Long, who was an interim here, got connected and said, this boy needs a job, and he wants to be in music ministry. So uh, out of the goodness of y'all's heart, you brought me on as part-time and then full-time minister of music, I believe college students and outreach and et cetera were all a part of that job description. The et cetera was dealing with uh, Tommy Maribel. That's what the et cetera was, was keeping him, him, uh, trying to keep him behaved. But uh, went through all of that, and then God called me to Florida, and then back in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I met my wife, Ellen. We have three kids. They range from nine-year-old girl Six-year-old little girl and almost two-year-old boy. It's tough, and I'm 48 years old. This is when y'all say, bless his heart. But God blessed me with a beautiful family, and they would have been here had it not been, you know, this time of, of year and everything. My wife's a teacher, and we have church. She has responsibilities at her church, uh, which is my church in Athens. I'm, I'm sorry, and uh, outside of Charlotte. Uh, But I was the minister of music and worship pastor at Carmel Baptist Church in Charlotte, North Carolina for 17 years. And I met my wife there. But uh, a year and a half ago, God led me and another one of our pastor and elders out to start a new church out of Carmel uh, called a church plant or a mission church out of Carmel. So they supported us. They sent us out in the south part of Charlotte, um, the hinterlands, as it were, out in the middle of nowhere, kind of. And we meet on Sunday afternoons at four o'clock, and now five thirty because we had to restrict the amount of people in one room. Uh, but we've been doing that for one year, so our church is one year old. So I am the co-pastor, if you will, of, of Redeemer Church, Charlotte. And we've been around for officially one year, a little, little young, longer than that. So that's a little bit of, of my story, um, and uh, a lot. Most of that would not. I would not be where I am. That kind of sounds proverbial, but it's very true uh, had it not been for you folks here at Forest Heights. Mike and Debbie and uh, the leadership uh, that poured so much into me, sometimes not even intentionally. But it says a lot about how you disciple people by how you live with them, how you work with them, and how you spend time with people. People go, Well, I can't disciple anybody, I can't sit down and show them how to read God's Word. Well, sometimes it's not just about that. Sometimes it's just about spending time with people, and you can see them grow in Christ. And so, so much of my growth happened uh, spiritually, musically, uh, when I was here. And many of you uh, are brothers and sisters, mamas and daddies to me, spiritual mamas and daddies. Some of you are spiritual grandmothers and grandfathers to me, just like Mike is my spiritual great-grandfather. But taught me so much, and I'm so blessed and have so many great memories and so many fond, fond uh, memories of being here. And this is Elena Martin Gentry, and this is her husband, Jay. And I'll let uh, Elena introduce, tell a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, let me say before you do, how we met, um, uh, Elena was at a large church in Charlotte as a worship associate. And I was on staff at Carmel Baptist as the worship pastor. And I'd known she was at this church, and I was trying to get her to come to Carmel for years. Come play with us. Come play with us. But she was busy with her church. And uh, finally, when she left there and started touring around the country as a professional musician, Sundays opened up, and so we started. she started playing with our band. And we started doing weddings and whatnot together um, uh, probably about 10 years ago or so. But tell us a little bit about where you're from and your story, Elena.
1: First of all, thank you so much for having us here, and I am specifically and uh, particularly blessed uh, because I did not grow up here. <laughs> in fact, my maiden name was Yelena Sergeyevna Medvedeva, which sounds very, <laughs> very Russian because it is. Um, I, grew up, I was born and grew up in a country that's no longer USSR, but about 21 years ago, I, was, I had a job opportunity uh, and moved here for my adult Life, right after college, moved here, upstate New York first, which is not exactly here, as I found out. (laughs) When I first showed up in uh, North Carolina, I could hardly understand how people spoke. (laughs) English is not my native language, I learned it, but now I can tell you, uh, you could not find warmer, more welcoming um, sweeter, better cooks <laughs> than in uh, Georgia and the southeast and um, I, I actually spend a lot of time in Atlanta area with a band that I worked with for about four years they were based in uh, uh, Virginia Highlands and that's where we practiced and uh, I always have a sweet spot for this part of the country and um, I'm so glad to be here so thanks to Lem that invited me to come along and thanks for welcoming me and my husband Jay. Um, just, uh, just a short note, I will not uh, bore you with a lot of, well we have a lot of good music to play so I will not speak a long time, but um, I have to tell you that growing up in the Soviet Union I did not know anything about God. Um, faith was something that old people did because, uh, because of culture and superstition and they went to church and they, um, been on Christmas and Easter, and my mom was a communist and my dad was almost a communist. And, uh, I was always scared to think, if this is all that is to life, then, like, what's the point of growing up and gaining all this knowledge and gaining all this kindness and all this wisdom and and, and, and anything else that, that's good about the humanity? Like, what's the point of all of this? And then uh, the Baptist missionaries came to our area. They were from Germany, but church is universal. It's everywhere. We're one family. And they were the, the first people that showed me what it looks like when the love that's shown to you doesn't want anything back. Doesn't, doesn't, it just just is there because God created it. And um, uh, eventually that love wins you over. And I was won over and I came to Christ in 1992 and I still remember it. So since then I've been pretty excited to use what I learned before I was a music major in college for God's glory and hopefully I can we can share some of it with you today. Thank you.
0: This is a song from the Gettys, Keith and Kristen Getty, who wrote In Christ Alone, that you've probably heard of. They write a lot of um, what I would consider new hymns, new modern hymns. Um, It seems like for a period of two decades, no new hymns are being written, or if they were, they weren't that good. Nothing came really close to some of the old great hymns of the past. But this couple from Ireland has started writing hymns, have been writing hymns for years, and they're starting to get now these good hymns into our hymn book because the Bible tells us to sing a new song to the Lord. And so their catalog of music is fantastic. So we'll sing this hymn that they've written, and hope you enjoy it. DJ, can I get a little bit more of my voice in that monitor? Just a touch. Thank you, sir. Perfect. Thank you. My worth is not in what I own, not in the strength of flesh and bone, but in the costly wounds of love at the cross. and My worth is not in skill or name, in win or lose, in pride or shame. But in the blood that Christ, that flowed at the cross. And I I rejoice rejoice in in my Redeemer, Redeemer, greatest greatest treasure, wellspring of of my soul. I will trust in Him, no other. My soul is satisfied in Him alone. As summer flowers we fade and die Fame, youth, and beauty hurry by But life eternal calls to us at the cross I will not boast in wealth or might Or humans' wisdom fleeting light. But I will boast in knowing Christ at the cross And I rejoice in my Redeemer Greatest treasure will of my soul I will trust in him no other my soul is satisfied in him alone here that I confess my worth and my unworthiness my value fixed my ransom paid at the cross and I rejoice in my redemption. My soul is satisfied in Him alone. And I rejoice in my Redeemer, Greatest treasure, wellspring of my soul. And I will trust in Him no other. My soul is satisfied in Him alone. anybody from Ireland? You look Irish. Well, hold hold on to your seats a little bit, and if you feel like bursting forth and dance, well, go for it.
1: now, so I'm going to play some more. You're very good at keeping the rhythm. <laughs> it's done with a band, and we need a lot of percussion, so thank you for helping us.
0: And it's a workout, in case you don't know. We just both lost about 10 pounds between us on that. <clears throat> now we switch to um, some classical music. Both our backgrounds are in, are in some classical music. And uh, Johann Sebastian Bach wrote uh, is it 24 preludes. Um, and the very first prelude that he wrote, my piano teacher would say, prelude is how you pronounce that. Well, it's a prelude, because I'm Baptist, right? And so he wrote 24 of those, and one of those has been used in countless weddings since he wrote it. But then um, Gounod, who's a Frenchman, came along, I believe, in the 17th, no, 19th century, and wrote a melody on top of Bach's prelude. Bach's prelude was written in the 18th century. Um, no. 17th century, late 17th century, two centuries later, a Frenchman wrote a melody on top that Elena will play, and then I'll play the original prelude in C by Bach. a beloved hymn now written by Philip Bliss. And I can't tell you the entire story. So many of the stories behind these hymns, especially the texts of the stories, are fantastic. I can I can sum it up uh, real quickly, though. How many of you know the history of it as well? Anybody? Uh, uh, well, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it, the story goes something like this. Uh, this uh, gentleman uh, was um, Horatio Spafford is his name. Philip Bliss wrote the music, Horatio Spafford. And he lost his entire family, basically, in a shipwreck. Uh, And he wrote, and this was back in the uh, mid-1800s, and wrote this song as a cry from his heart over lamenting, losing his family. Uh, And I mean his entire family, uh, save maybe one that stayed back. But it as well is written, out of a man's anguish much like david in the psalms uh, when he lamented uh, many many things in the psalms his sin uh, and depravity well horatio spafford was as depraved as you could get over losing his family so enjoy this arrangement of it as well (laughs) Here's another kind of new hymn that we'll do for you. hope you enjoy this. It's called Rest My Soul. And goodness knows, do we not need rest for our souls in these times? Amen. And it's good to say it is well with our souls. Rise into his light. His plans are good. You're on his side. God of perfect peace, you are here with me on this raging sea. It's true. You won't let me go. You're my joy, my hope. I will rest my soul in. soul now sing for he is strong and you are weak yes sing with everything your savior's praise wave after wave god of perfect peace you are here with me on this raging sea joy, my hope. I will rest my soul in you. Oh, I will rest my soul in you. I will call upon your name. You're above my circumstance. All my life is in your hands I will call upon your name you're above my circumstance All my life is in your hands and I will call upon your name you're above my circumstance All my life is in your hands and I
1: suggest we do something, thank you very much, that uh, we do from time to time. <laughs> Sometimes, a limb just comes into the service rehearsal and says, I have this melody in my mind, uh, see what you can do with it. Do you have a melody?
0: I, I don't have one right now.
1: No, I don't believe it.
0: Do you have a melody that we could share? I'll tell you what, help us out. Experimented on Steve, so you can't do it anymore give us give us four notes so there's there's seven notes basic notes in music a b c d e f g okay give us give us four of those notes just call them out who can do it just somebody give me one g we need three more g a two more e we heard g a e and last one C I heard C G A E We'll, we'll call that the Ballad of Forest Heights. You have written your first piece as a church. <laughs> Good job, y'all. So you sang one of my favorite hymns this morning, Tank, and probably one of the, the church's favorite hymns, How Great Thou Art. And so I'm going to attempt to play an arrangement of that for you.
1: This he's got 88 string, uh, eighty-eight keys. I only have four strings. I I've actually
0: got the, I've actually maybe have, I don't know, 200 and something strings on this thing, you know, so. Oh, that's I, true. I, I can start plucking it maybe next time.
1: He's got it all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, um, to top that, I don't know if we can, but we can have some fun with it. Can we? Uh, so there is this classical piece that I learned early on in my uh, music, classical music career. It's a uh, Hungarian dance, as I understand it. It's called Chardash. It was written by Monty. I don't know anything about the composer, the t- excellent student that I am, but I know that this piece is a lot of fun, and sometimes it tries to get so much out of the instrument that it gets almost ridiculous. So f- feel free to roll your eyes or just enjoy it. Lam Leroy, <laughs> keeping up with the Hungarians.
0: She's like, now you can ham this thing up if you want to, <clears throat> but did y'all hear those mosquitoes? Because I was trying to never mind. I, there were mosquitoes. You know, you heard them, and I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to get them. So, well, we, we've got one more piece to play. We're gonna uh, be true to our word and keep you right at or just under an hour. Um, because Tank's starting to fall asleep and we just want to make sure, you know, Tank gets his nap in. Um, you know, I don't know how Tech did yesterday, but it looks like they lost. Oh, oh they were off. Okay. Well, this song is called The Giving. Uh, it's an instrumental by Michael W. Smith who you've heard of uh, before. And um, you know, back in early contemporary Christian music days, he wrote uh, two albums that are instrumentals. And they're, it's just beautiful, beautiful, beautiful music. There's no text to it, but uh, the giving implies surrender. The giving implies uh, the, the giving of your life to something. And for us as believers, that's the giving to the cause of Christ. And so as we conclude today, again, just to thank you on my behalf, on Elena's behalf, on her husband. Jay's behalf, thank you. Uh, uh, that's my wife. Oh, literally, is my mother. <laughs> my wife. I thought my wife was calling. She's like, "It's time to get home. We got to put the kids to bed." Um, but the the giving to Christian service, you helped me with that for full time vocational ministry. What you gave, what you in, put into my life, and Elena could say the same with others who poured into her life, and she gave her life to Christ. Uh, just a couple of decades ago. So thank you for what you're doing here at Forest Heights, Mike and Debbie. Thank you for your many, many years of service and so many of you that have served this church for so long and also for some of you who've only been here for a few months or just a few years. Get plugged in to this church and serve and give because he gave much for us. Amen? And we'll conclude after this song with... One of the greatest hymns ever written, holy, 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 that you're welcome to sing.